there's no real breaking point. You have to just struggle every day because when you do something good, it, you have so much on your back, you have so much to prove at that point. So now you're trying to just move forward. Like, Welcome to Zai to Inspire Podcast. I'm Jerome. I'm a youth mentor, entrepreneur, and I'm here to bring in my life, bring in my world, drop a lot of juice, a lot of gems. You take 20% of what I say and apply it, you definitely make some change in your life. I'm actually glad that I'm recording. And I try to record in like an inspired state. And I'm trying to obviously like get the stuff that I'm, you know, um, consuming and bring it out to my audience. People don't want to hear me and stuff like that. So I'm missing really good notes today and I'm going to run through it quickly. And um, yeah, and at least some links in the description if people want to go ahead and, and follow that. So again, I don't want to talk too much about what I do. But, um, you know, for me, and my observation of, of creating wealth is about the next generation of black wealth. And I'm black, I'm a male. So, you know, black males are unrepresented in so many different areas. And um, Kanye, actually, you said at the beginning of the podcast, he was saying that rich, like, when black people get money, just a little bit, they have to wear big chains to show off because it's that misconception of, like, if you went into a store, you was going to steal something. If you don't look like you got money, you're a thief, you know, so you're always going to have that natural barrier there um, of, of people's stereotypes of being a young black male and you have to break that. That's just that's just what it is because people have that in their head. So for me, anyway, next generation of black wealth and for me, my personal goal is to retire at 40. I'm actually 33 on Saturday um, and again, inspiring the next generation to achieve. So it's about really being the example, being the model, and, um, you know, creating opportunities for the next generation to take over the baton, you know, because they, every year we get older. So we need someone that's 10 years, five years younger than us is actually, um, you know, a mentee. We can mentor them and help them get to where they need to get to because everyone needs one, you know. And I don't want to make this whole podcast about Ye, but I feel like Kanye, without no ID, he wouldn't be where he is today. You know, he had a mentor, somebody that already was in the place where he was, and he worked with him, under him, and really was driven to be successful. So, like, all my, all my trips this year, um, I'll say, like, you know, are all based on investment. It's all based on, um, you know, not just traveling as a tourist, but going there as an opportunist. <laughs> I'll just basically call it that. So, one of the events that I'll put the link in the description is called Invest Fest. It's in August, um, just three days in America, and it talks about stocks, real estate, entrepreneurship, um, you know, all of the stuff that I talk about, all the stuff that I feel you need to generate wealth, these are the tools, and um, Ernie Leisure, man, big up podcast again, um, again, you know, reflecting on when it came to London was an amazing experience um, that I'll probably take for the rest of my life, and really looking at the stage at that moment and feeling that where's the black, where's the London black version of that, most of the people I look at online for inspiration, motivation are American um and you know there's a black community in america that are really pushing entrepreneurship where is the visible representation of a collective of black people i want to be creating that for the next generation so that's where i'm at and then young black boys can look up not just to the shutters they can look up to entrepreneurship they can look up to someone that's created something out of nothing and created an amazing business idea so a lot of the stuff I do isn't for my personal gain. You know, a lot of stuff I do is literally driven by inspiration. If somebody's watching me, somebody's looking to say, look, he done that, it's possible, I'm going to do it. You know, and that kind of 
motivation is what keeps me going. So, you know, this year, one of my spots, you know, a few of my spots is obviously London, Amsterdam, Los Angeles, Dubai and Ibiza. And, um, you know, really upgrading my knowledge about the stock market and crypto. And, um, you know, there's only three things you could do with money, which is spend, save and invest. And at the moment, I'm really looking at Dubai and why Dubai and, you know, what kind of properties I want to invest in. And, you know, so when I go, I'm actually going to go in, in April. I'm going to go there to see again what opportunities are around, what people I can meet. And I can actually visit properties. Uh, totally different situation. And again, you know, if you, I'm going to put an, a good line in here. If you don't find ways to make money in your sleep, you're going to work till you're dead. So it's about creating passive income that can pay your expenses, that can free up your time. Time is what you need. Time is the biggest asset. And if you can free up your time by making your money work for you rather than you working hard for your money, that's really what real, well, that's one of the keys for entrepreneurship really, is it? Because uh, uh, having a job isn't really going to do that. How much money you invest in your pension, how much money you invest in a mortgage, you know, it's just a hamster wheel, you know. And bear with me, I'm still kind of recovering. Today I was sick, didn't go and work today. <coughs> but um, <clears throat> yeah, it's like, um, you know, adding value to others. That's what uh, the core of a business is about solving problems. And then that's where you can make money. So everything I do, I'm looking at it, is how can I make people's life easier, convenient, less headache, less pressure, you know, all of this stuff. So that's how I kind of have the source. I mean, the core of like my ideas is really looking at what problem trying to solve in the market? Is there a niche that I could um, use for uh, the demographic of people I want to serve? Um, second thing I want to talk about is people buying people and people having personal brands and that, you know, that that's something that I learned in sales. You know, I learned that people um, only buy from people they like, know and trust. And um, I think I spoke this about, I've spoken about this before. It's like, entrepreneur, you need to have a sales um, I don't know what the, what the word is, but the sales skills. You need to be able to be uh, relatable, understandable, and know how to make sales. It's an art to it. It's not about just running in someone's face and saying, pay now. You know, there's an art to it. You, you know, sometimes it's a long, um, long-term long thing. Sometimes, yeah, you, know, you want to make targets because this is what you're doing every day, every week. So it all depends. Again, find out what works for you. For me, sales is like a failure's game, you know. And, um, you know, if you hit 100, you're not going to get 100 yeses no matter how skilled you are. It's just literally a matter of trial and error and, um, you know, strategizing and, you know, working off, you know, things you could have done better. But, you know, sales is something that everyone needs to be good at um, and understand. So, you know, when you're working a job, you know, that's a starting point. I want everyone, like, to, to take heed of this. Don't leave your job to start a business, right? Use the money. Use the consistent money that's coming in, guaranteed, and take a percentage of that money and invest it in what you do. You know, you can put money into other things, you know. And you have to get to a point financially where you can pay your expenses, pay off if you do have any debts, um, you know, save money. So I've got bank accounts for different things. So, for instance, like I always make sure I've got money to go in different areas. So, you know, this took years to even get to this point because I'm learning something that was never taught to me when I was young. Um, and I had to be bad to be good so that's the that's the stuff i learned but anyway like if you work a nine to five stay there but when you come home man it's a sacrifice you're not gonna like it you're gonna be dumb tired but literally i sleep four hours a day right and it's like five to midnight every time i come in from work ton of vision on my goals so nine to five that pays my bills right then the five to twelve like i just said that is what builds my dream these are stuff that i'm creating this is my future this is something that i want 
and no one's gonna do it for me. You gotta put the hours in, you gotta put the work in, um, and that's kind of how you get to achieve your dreams, really. But one of the things that really stuck with me today was like the business of water. You know, I've worked in supermarkets before, and like there's a water aisle. Like, I'm just thinking to myself, like, water is something that's free that comes out of tap. Like, how do you make money off water? And I want to go back to and 50 Cent invested in vitamin water. And Coke brought that. That was one of his best business deals in the world. If you um, I'm going to do a first book drop, if you want to read about 50 Cent's, um, you know, mindset, I should say, when he does business, um, go and read his book. He wrote, he done it like last year, the year before. Um, and it's Hustle Harder, Hustle Smarter, man. Amazing book. And I've listened to it. I've got the audio countless times. And yeah, he talks about that, man. Like how he kind of got that deal and he became really rich off just that. Getting equity in a business, basically, was a long-term thing. Him not knowing it would be something big and it became massive when Coke brought it. So water is something that I really was looking at, thinking harder. It's water. This is something that, you know, like I said, it's free of taps, tap water. So obviously there's loads of different brands that do water. And, you know, I just look at this thing of like, you know, owning a bottle of water or owning some sort of, water company or investing in a water company, I think it was something that will get, and that's something that's everywhere. Everywhere you go, sells water. Facts. And even if they don't give you bottled water, they give you tapped water. So that's something that maybe in the Seafield C- future, when things establish, I can actually invest in water. Um, for me, I want to basically tell everyone out there, if you've got a dream, if you've got a goal, yes, it's about... <coughs> sorry. <coughs> sorry. Both things are the action. <coughs> but it's really about building relationships <coughs> and you're the average of the five people that you speak to the most and that's half your success if you can build leverage um, around you if you can build a team um, a system all that comes from from who you know if you've got people in places that can help you get where you need to get to and, and it's a mutually beneficial relationship where you can help them get places then you can fast speed your process but I think the number one thing is, I say this because I genuinely believe that I'm a workaholic, it's work ethic. Work ethic is essential. you got to outwork everyone that talks about it that doesn't do it. Active, man. Just keep working hard. Keep doing everything that you feel like you need to do and utilize your time wisely. I feel like having the work ethic, I was born with it. I genuinely like working. I'm not one of them people that doesn't enjoy focus on something that I'm trying to create, especially something that I want as well, so... If you haven't got a good work ethic, I don't know, man. I feel like you have a born view and you're not. I'll be real with you. Some people are just lazy. Most people are lazy, let's be honest. But I, I like working hard for things that I want. I genuinely like that. So if you don't work hard, you get nothing in life. That's a fact. So, you know, you've got to find a way <laughs> to have a good, strong work ethic. Um, and again, like, if you're doing business with friends and family, no matter what it is, always have paperwork, man. Paperwork is like the lifeblood, you know, contracts and NDAs, whatever it is. Because when things are in black and white on paper, it's real. You know, anyone can say anything. And, you know, words, it sounds sounds bad, but talk is cheap. People can say anything, right? Because it's free. But once you put your signature on a piece of paper with your name on it, there's no job in the world you're going to get without a contract. There's no tenancy in the world you're going to get without a contract. So you really got to look at it all like that. You got to look at it like, you know, I'm trying to be professional. No matter who you are, I want to make sure that if I'm going business with my mum or my dad, you know, it doesn't matter. You're still a person. So, you know, don't make the mistake, the little mistake of like just trusting people. Even though you want the best interest, you don't want to feel like 
you're making a sign, it means you don't trust them. No, it's just in case. You always got to have the prevention better than cure mindset of like, if this goes wrong, do I want to sue my brother? You know, so it's like really looking at the paperwork as the Bible of your business. And I'm going to run through the last last few bits here. So again, like if you want to invest in stocks in the UK, um, you know, you got to invest in stuff that you're already a consumer of. So for instance, today I was looking at like the top five companies that I feel maybe of interest of anybody. So it'd be like JD Sports, Tesco, BP, HSBC or Pure Gym. These are stuff that I go to regularly. This stuff I spend money on regularly. Um, and this is stuff that's going to be around for years, you know. So in terms of clothing, food, petrol, banking and fitness. So there's gyms everywhere. So that's something that I really wanted to really think about if I invested in a gym like how lucrative would that be in terms of memberships and stuff? And Pure Gym is a great model, man. They've got so many gyms um, everywhere around the UK, open 24 hours a day. And um, yeah, like looking at, again, clothing companies and massive fashion, stuff like Boohoo and, and, and ASOS, man, I feel like they ain't got no shops. They really capitalized off like e-commerce and like making money of buying online. And, you know, there's people that don't like going to the shop, right? So they'll just go buy clothes online. Um, it just makes it easier when it gets delivered to their house. And again, stuff like, you know, again, stuff you use, stuff you pay for continuously, like mobile phone companies, you think they're going to go anywhere in the next couple of years? People are addicted to their phone, people on the internet all the time ask them for Wi-Fi as soon as they hit location. So, you know, invest in a mobile phone company, um, invest in internet companies. Like, again, everywhere has Wi-Fi now. If a house doesn't have Wi-Fi, it's like, it's like the new phone, you know, the phone line, you know. So think about things that is going to be around for the next 10 years, have consistent cash flow. These are the stuff that, again, I'm a beginner. I don't want to talk about stuff I haven't done, but I genuinely know if you keep trading your time for money, you never get ahead. And again, man, like I want to put a line out here about, you know, obstacles in the path becomes a path, man. And like, you got to understand like um, every obstacle um, in the path becomes the path and it will literally help you improve your condition. Um, I don't want to keep talking about it a lot, but, um, life really is about 90%, um, 10%, sorry, what happens to you, but 90%, 90% how you react to it. It's your reactions to the problems, the reaction to the challenges and the barriers is what you do after. And that's a discipline as well. And, and it comes with maturity, but all, everything you go through, every challenge, man, like I said at the beginning of, of this podcast, when Ye was talking about it, like big up Ye, he's got a documentary. I'm going to go and watch that. And what I learned about Ye for his whole career, I'm a fan uh, of Ye, I've seen his whole evolution. I was old enough to be um, young, old enough, sorry, as a teenager or preteen to see Kanye's career um, develop. My cousin is called Kanye. Like <laughs> that's how much my family is really involved in music. And my cousin named his son Kanye around that time, oh five or six, where Ye was like everywhere. So Kanye's development is amazing. And what I learned from him, he had confidence from day one. He was just a producer. He came in. So Jay-Z being his idol, him sitting on the stage next to Jay-Z. So, you know, end of the day, man, you got to believe it before anyone else believes it. you got to be a visionary. you got to believe in yourself no matter what, no matter if you're big or small. Like some stuff I'm doing, people might feel like I'm pushing it too far. But I'm like, if I'm already there mentally, that means I'm already there. So that's all i got to say. I'm here and I'm never going to stop what I'm doing. Keep going, keep proving. This is Jerome from Desire to Inspire Podcast and I'm out.